What up, world? And welcome to Beer Talk Now. I'm your host, D. Neal, and I got a special guest in the building with me. Mark, go by the name of Mark Angelo. Mark Angelo, say what's up to the Beer Talk Now community. Hello, Hello everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Today's a special day, man. This is Mark Angelo, is a close friend of mine, and uh, this is uh, episode one of Beer Talk Now. We're really going to get into it. Again, if you don't know, you will know. Beer Talk Now is about the common person, everyday man, woman, LGBT community, whoever, who comes into a brewery and is like, man, I have no idea what I want to drink. And we're just going to give you some beers that we think are cool, uh, give you some aspects of what they taste like, maybe some flavoring that you might say, hmm, that's pretty interesting. If you say something's bitter, we'll talk about why it's bitter. Uh, but first up and foremost, we want to shout out to every brewery that will will and has allowed Beer Talk Now to come into their space, uh, meet their team, and let's get started. Yeah. First brewery on the on the map is going to be Gilman Brewery out there in B-Town, Berkeley, California. That's 912 Gilman Street, right across the street from Ripple, uh, which does pea milk. But I want to shout out Gilman Brewery because uh, I went out there one time, maybe a, like last year, and I had a beer, and I was like, man, this, this is good. I like the atmosphere they have. Uh, their head brewmaster, Tom, uh, seems to be a cool guy. I haven't got to meet him in person, but everyone I talked to said he's, he's a cool cat. And you got a couple other uh, brewers underneath there that I didn't get a chance to meet. But hopefully I get a chance to sit down one-on-one and talk to him. Uh, so Mark Angelo, man, as you know, I'm a, bre- I'm a beer kind of sewer. I know this. Yeah, you know I mean, and like the first couple of beers I got, maybe to try it out. I know you're an IPA guy, and for people who are like, well, go you ahead. know what? I'm, 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 I don't know what I am. Okay. I feel like that's the thing. Like you know, and what I find so interesting about you know beer talk now is that you know it is, it's almost you know this discovery of something that I have. You know, I've been drinking beer since I was. Probably not supposed to, you know what I mean? The so, college yeah. life, we can talk about it, man. We can talk about it. Yeah. So like, it, you know, it's just, a, it's cool to kind of sit down and, you know, speak with somebody that is knowledgeable and, you know, continuing to grow in this realm um, and can educate me on the things that I don't know that I like, but I don't know why, you know, I like them. So, you know, uh, like you were saying, we started, we're starting out with this uh, brewer from you know, that's on Gilman, as you said, yeah, right? Gilman Street, man. Yeah. Gilman Street, B Town. <laughs> and so, yeah. So tell me, so tell me which beer we're gonna we're gonna All start right, with. Man, first. So I, knowing that you like Indian Pale Ales, or at least that that kind of style from the times that we sat back and and, and had, we're able to share mm-hmm. a glass of uh, a beer together because it's a social thing with beer, not mm-hmm. just getting drunk, but actually communicating and talk about different flavors. Yeah, I got the Antifreeze, which is an eight percent. Alcohol by volume. This they call it a juicy IP, uh, IPA. So when I heard the word juicy in front of it, I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds nice. Mm. And um, with the juicy IPA, at least from my taste, before I got it, it seemed to be light. You still had your hot flavor. I mean, and that hot flavor is all actually called alpha acids. That's mm. what is produced from the hops when they're boiled. Uh, <clears throat> and then I wanted to swing it over to something that I'm I'm fond of and the style that I like is more of a Belgium style. But it's not actually a Belgium, but it does have a Belgium characteristic to it, mm-hmm. and that is the uh, the uh, Ferme Noir. And that May is Noir. For, okay. yeah, for May, maybe I'm not pronouncing it right, no, but I all know. I can say is it's a a saison. It's a dark saison, so that that piqued my interest because most of the time you hear saison, you don't see it as a dark. Uh, but I got some notes of Belgium Belgium characteristics to it, and it's a seven point seven percent. 
Oh, man, I just want to get into it, man. But, yeah. but we got to start off with the juicy, like juicy fruit. We're going to start off with let's, the antifreeze, man. So you're going to hear the, uh, everybody out there, you're going to hear these cans popping and we're going to be pouring up and we're going to talk about the flavor we get. So let's go. Here we go. So, uh, Mark Angelo, I'm opening up this uh, can, man. Tell me, uh, tell me your first experience with beer. Yeah, so I would say my first experience with beer that I can remember is, uh, I it would it would be a college uh, college party. You know, I, I think um, I I never really under I don't say. Uh, understood beer like that because you know it's like usually like I, I guess where i'm from like a lot of the harder alcohols were like the m- more prevalent you know the henny in my cup exactly yeah, 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 yeah in my world and space and so for me you know drinking beer wasn't really a thing up until i got into college and i was like you know kind of like what is this kind of vibe so my first experience was mostly just playing you know beer pong and like seeing what that you know, was like and kind of in that community and like being like, oh, you know, because I mean, you, what, he played beer pong with like some Henny, you, you know, they go, yeah, they gonna be, be, you're gonna be done after playing some <laughs> yeah, beer pong exactly. with Henny, like, man. Exactly. You're gonna so, be out you know, after the first drink. You're gonna be like, so, no, I think I'm good. I think exactly. I'm good off of this. Exactly. So just, you know, sitting back and um, drinking a, a beer was an interesting experience. And yeah, I thought it was, it was good. So that was pretty much my first experience what about you what would you yeah because man um, man i think of beer my first experience with beer is from my uncle when i was a kid <laughs> he had uh he was like what you want you want some of this boy i was like yeah let me get some of that uh and it had a um it was a lager probably was uh, i think it was a miller's that i first had so it was um it, it had a bitter taste to it but that's before i knew what an actual bitter taste with beer was yeah um i didn't really start drinking Beer probably into my late twenties. Mm. Uh, before that, early twenties, uh, college. Most m- most people were knocking back Keystone Lights and um, uh, whatever uh, Bud Bud Light or Budweiser, just trying to get the cheapest beer that they could get. Yeah, Keystone. Uh, Coronas came out. You know, mm. uh, a lot of a lot of friends who were drinking beers drunk uh, drank Coronas. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really mess with alcohol like that in in college. Yeah, I remember you were saying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess the question that I have for you regarding beer is, so like what, like if you guys haven't seen or noticed, uh, you know, already, you know, uh, Beer Talk Now is, is was created by, you know, the guy that you know, he loves beer. You know, That's like right, one of the man. things that we, when we first even met, you know, I, you know, he spoke passionately about beer. And so I would say, you know, from, uh, like what what caught your like what is the what do you, would you say is one of the, one of the developing and driving factors of why you like beer so much? It's, it's it's really with beer. It comes down to just one basic thing for me, and that's uh, socializing. Beer has so many different unique characteristics to it. And when I say characteristics, I mean flavors that people will associate it with that I will not associate it with, and. What you like today or this month could be six months down the road. You like something totally different. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, for the brewers and the people who work at the brewery, it is a science and it is an art when it comes to beer. And I think a lot of people, they give wine that that perspective. Yeah. But for me, beer, for the breweries that I've been to, from the brewmasters and the very few of them that I've got, I've had the pleasure to 
at least have uh, off-air conversations with to even set up interviews mm-hmm. for Beer Talk now. They really enjoy what they do, and it's a mm-hmm. passion for it, and they like discovering new hops uh, and new and, and new malts and, and different ways to – you got your nitros and you got your – uh, fruit flavored lagers that they're doing. You got your hazy IPAs that are that are coming up. You have your barrel age, which I'm a big fan of. Barrel that, age, barrel age. So barrel age is you're taking a beer and you're putting it in like a bourbon or a uh, whiskey barrel, and oh, you're letting it you're letting it sit just like they would do for wine. It'll mm. ferment for a period of time, typically for beers, a couple about six months. Mm. They will do. Um, so you get anywhere, you can get anywhere from a 10% all the way up to like a 14, depending on what you're doing. But I think, um, beer just for the most part, man, it's just this culture of creativity. And because you have so many microbreweries all across uh, the country and then all across the world too, because yeah. there's so many beers across the world that are stepping into this market as well to just get a, get a new passion, man. I think that that's something that like an Anheuser-Busch and a Miller's and a Coors what they're understanding is that the microbreweries, uh, everyone thought it would be um, <clears throat> they'd be too saturated in the market. Yeah. But there's over four thousand wineries in California alone mm. where we're located. So, and there's about eight hundred and fifty and counting breweries in California. So, and, and maybe a little bit over a seven thousand, or if not more, in the United States. So that's just a drop in the bucket when you think about it. So, yeah. so I think just to answer your question, man, beer as a culture has really intrigue me mm-hmm. uh, and just the different flavors I get is uh, is great. So, yeah, man. So. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because you know what's so funny? I, that is a truth about beer that like if somebody, don't get me wrong, like I might, I'm, I took like a wine and culture class in college and um, like the sound of the beer. Yeah, right. <laughs> good old beer pour. <laughs> Got a, you know, we should, we should, you should do one of the things to add is to get a little bell. Yes. You know, <laughs> it's like every time, every time the beer is being poured, ding, you know what I'm saying? Like Milton, pour yeah, the exactly. beer. Thank you. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's like with beer, you know, you don't like, I like, I, I know the different, I know that they're, that beer tastes different, right? I feel like sometimes I'm not going to lie with wine. It's a little hard, mm-hmm. you know, for me to tell like, oh, this is where this is from, or this is, well, you know, any of all di- that you stuff. Get, you get a different nose, man, with, mm-hmm. with, with beer. You, you you can smell different fruits or different uh, yeast or different hops. And that's as you're learning it, but not only learning it, you don't have to be this brewmaster who can say oh that smells like hop 725 yeah. from this region it's like oh that smells floral or that has a fruity note to it and it either tastes like it or don't taste like it and then that's the thing about beer it's just a journey even with the most experienced to the most inexperienced person you're always in that journey but uh let's let's salute first and we'll continue conversation yeah. cheers, cheers eye to eye all right there we go and here we go this juicy IPA, Antifreeze, Gilman Brewery, Taste Test 101. Mm-hmm. What do you think? For a person who's not big on IPAs because of the hoppiness to it, that alpha acid that's created when hops are boiled, this is a really smooth, mm-hmm. 
very luscious IPA, man. You get, yeah, you, you yeah, know, yeah. It feels yeah. that mouthfeel. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like, you know, it feels like you it's yeah. almost feel like you biting into yeah. a, a fruit or something it out does, here. Actually, so that's why yeah. I like the name Juicy, man. They really did. They really <laughs> did well. justice with this IPA. Good job, Gilman Brewery. Yeah, um, it does. But, it, sorry, what were go you ahead. Say? No, go ahead. I was gonna say it does have a like a fruity kind of like citrusy taste to it. Um, yeah. Almost. Like I, I like the you said luscious or what do you say? I say luscious, luscious. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like because it it or lush, <laughs> yeah. Because it's it's um, you know that feeling when you take a bite in like a like a good cake, mm. right? And it's kind of got that like fluffy kind of yeah, thing, and it kind of like go. layers down. I could see like this. It's a luscious kind of taste, you know, texture, even kind of so, going out. Yeah. And you also get, I mean, most people, when they think of an IPA, they think, okay, these this hop flavor is going to give me like a grapefruit flavor. But mm-hmm. when you said citrus, it kind of, it's kind of like a mixture of that uh, mm-hmm. to me. Like you mm-hmm. get a, it's like, I'm, I'm always, I'm, it's almost like I'm chewing on, after I peeled a grapefruit and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm, I'm like biting yeah, into exactly. it. Exactly. That's and the, it's that's like, the, but yeah. it's like that, it's that taste. And then you can get different notes with it, but mm-hmm. it has that like first biting into like a grapefruit type of feel. So that's, that's definitely, that's definitely um, a good call out. That's something that I enjoyed on that. Um, so have, how many breweries have you been to? Man? I haven't been to any really. I don't think, I mean, I've been a, I've been to, few wineries you know friends that own wineries but like i've never been to a brewery is it mostly you mostly been the bars and our um, yeah tap room maybe so they they may not necessarily brew the beer but they got different breweries from different places that are that are sharing that beer exactly yeah i've never i mean like yeah like you said like i've I'm sure I've been to a, a bar or a establishment that makes their own beer, but I mean, it, it's not something that I've where would you have even known. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I I wouldn't say that I've been any to any really. How many? Like, have you like? I mean, yes, but tell me about your experience. <laughs> no, about I mean, going I mean to, yeah. With that, like, when you walk into a place, I mean, just to continue the questions for you, when you walk into a place that tap room or maybe it's just a bar yeah and when you look when you go to 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 a um to the draft and you're like you know you're looking at the beers yeah and you have no idea what do you typically tell say to a bartender when you're like yeah i want to try a beer what like how do you approach that because you Gosh, don't because you don't know worse. it is it is it's like i i don't know i feel like i'm a i'm pretty good with base conversation but like when it comes to stuff like that, i i almost blank out i like I say an IPA, and then they say which one. You're right, that's right. You know, that's right, man. Something that always happens. Got so many varieties like, of them, and man. Then, like uh, you know, it, it becomes one of those things to where I get a little uncomfortable. I'd mm-hmm. say asking for a beer because it's like you know, for the most part, the bartender has to do this. You know, do that, does that kind of stuff all the every day, all yeah. the time. So to, it's like going up and you don't really know what you like yet you i don't really feel you know because they're irritated by the time i'm like so what does this take like tell me about it like you know and they're like what do you what do you mean just, just a bit, you, know, well, you know so i don't know I, I feel like uh i don't know what i say but it, it never seems to be appealing to either you know the bartender <laughs> or to me man yeah, i end up just saying like racer five some shit that i like mm-hmm. actually just know right, like a racer you know five, five, five a track like, yeah. seven i mean yeah. i didn't even know about yeah but no, yeah no, tracks- <laughs> You know, the, you know, your firestones. And, yeah. I mean, I, and that to that point, this is what that channel is all about is to get um, 
people to go to breweries because breweries and, and nothing against bars and tap rooms yeah. because a lot of tap rooms are in a brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, it just depends on the people there and the type of night. And you, you know, uh, bartenders, I got much respect for them. They have to move, especially if they're doing mixed drinks and a um, and beer at the same time. But breweries, it really opens up that because you can talk to someone and you can say, well, what flavor do you like? Mm, yeah. You know, not necessarily what style it is, but what do you want to get out of it? And most of the time people go back to that first time they had a beer like, I like this. I don't know what it was, but it was it was bitter or it had a hint yeah. of uh, sweetness to it. And it was uh, it was really sweet. Uh, and, and you can get. A, a brewmaster or a bartender at a brewery or a tap room that has a brewery, they can kind of say, okay, they're thinking in their mind, okay, this is the flavor a person's looking for. Yeah. And they'll start handing you out different beers so you can try. And and the thing about beer, back to that question that you asked that I answered before, but to add on to it is that beer is so many different characteristics because the brewmaster is an artist. They could add in something different, and you'll be like, man, that's great here. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's not the same taste I, I had before. But that's the great thing about going to a brewery is to, is to get that get that chance to be like, you know what? This is what I'm looking for and the, the, the acts and, and to yeah. feel comfortable to where you're actually learning. Yeah, and that's what we're here doing here at Beer Talk Now is we're, we're, we're educating mm-hmm. <laughs> by yeah. – by not knowing shit and just yeah, talking yeah, about no, exactly and, and just talking about how something tastes, give you some basic stuff that I learned, and then we can go from there. Man, it's always a st- it's always a, a stepping stone of learning yeah. with beer, and that's a great thing in a good way too, where you want to come back. Yeah, you want to sure. learn it for right? sure. No, yeah, I was I, I totally agree. I think you know one of the uh, you know cool things about beer talk now is the fact that it's not. I feel like sometimes again, it's like. Not trying to say that the bartenders are like, you know, like, oh, that they think that they're better or anything like that when they kind of scoff at my lack of knowledge. <laughs> right. But I think the cool thing about the concept of beer talk now is the fact that, you know, for people for this is like this is a channel for, you know, the everyday person mm-hmm. and the experts. Right. Because at the end of the day, who are they making this for? Right. right. And at the end of in in yeah. one of the, the average person. Every, exactly. Right. Exactly. Not average. You know, but everyday every people yeah, are yeah, extraordinary. Yeah, all right? right. Shout out to all the everyday no. extraordinary people. No, but we continue. Are everyday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. No. Um, yeah. I just uh, I think that the kind of concept of this is is honestly pretty brilliant. And I, and um, um, yeah, just just overall excited to to see the lives that, you know, they could affect. And like for somebody like, like me that knows literally nothing about beer, I feel like even just in this, you know, initial conversation, I've, I'm, I'm forced to place thought in a space that I would normally, you know, you know, I'm not like usually someone's like, Oh yeah, bro, you want a beer? Like, yeah. yeah and then sure, just hand yeah, it to yeah, you. Yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah, you're drinking like, it. Yeah. You're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, most of the time people hand you like a Heineken or sure, a yeah. Corona. Something that'll not make you be like, ah, I like it or I don't like it. Yeah. But I like to uh, exploring, not I, but to explore breweries, to get to meet um, great people like uh, like Terry out in Livermore with uh, Shadow Puppet Brewing, or even Mark with New Age Ales, um, or even when I was uh, at the Can Beer Fest out there at uh, Devil Canyon's Brewery, they have a Bella 
beer they used mm. uh, that was just great, man. And they called it, it was like Bella Champagne beer. And that thing was amazing. And I was yeah. like, this is really nice. But I had a, I had a milk stout that was a, from a, come, a from a brewery, stout. from a brewery called Pizza Port. Uh, Pizza Port, they had a, they had a Godzilla and King Kong on that thing. And it was, uh, it was, it was beautiful. It, it was a beautiful flavor, man. I was like, this is great. And it was, it was 10.5%, man. So I was, oh, shoot, you know, I was knocking, man. I knocked down two, two, five. I now. can't even. Yeah. I, did, you know, like I, I went I, over this man's, uh, so this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has a birthday, birthday party, you know, and so we, we're, uh, you know, hanging out He's with the, Belgium, with baby. the, <laughs> with the fam and everything, you know, and he hands me this beer. <laughs> And um, it, what? Yeah, he said, "What was it? Do you remember what it was?" Uh, I just know it was a ten point five. It was yeah, a Belgian, whatever. Man. It was probably like a triple or or, or a double. Like uh, I yeah. said, I am used to you know somebody just hand you like a normal everyday ass beer. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like I'm not thinking. I didn't even know they had stuff like that, like that strong. This man, you know. He hooked it up, but then he also sent me to my doom. So <laughs> <laughs> had a great time, so man. It was, it was great. Yeah, it was a great yeah, time. But we, I, popped, I, we popped tops. We popped bottles. That, I didn't you know. Know. So yeah, I, that's when I found Belgians, out. Man. <laughs> that's when I found out that his beer game was truly on another level. That's right, man. Yeah, and like, I got I that. And I got. I always got a shout out my cousin for that because I used I used to be a big. Porter and style person, which I am. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, Belgians, man, Belgians, they not, if it ain't 9% and above, I ain't messing with it. He's like, man, this is 10.5. I was like, man, let me taste this Belgian, man. This ain't no stout or porter. Then I tasted that Belgian. I was like, okay, got some spice to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That that yeast flavoring, that flavor that I was from the fermentation that I was like, okay, this settles nicely on the, Mm. on the palate, man. Mm. And that's another big thing about beer. Mm. Do you like, beer that has a strong aftertaste you know what i was it's funny you bring that up because i was actually thinking about this beer the anti-freeze and, yeah, the, and the, yeah the anti-freeze um gilman brewing i nine twelve. i don't gilman street I, I, <laughs> I don't too much care for like the the heavy aftertaste this beer does not have a heavy ass that aftertaste. luscious that yeah. luscious fruit like so, grapefruit flavor maybe yeah <laughs> i'm a fan of like the kind of like it slowly dissipates versus like i it feels like you know, personally for me, like with the heavy aftertaste, just the way that I, my, I always feel like, I mean, sometimes it, it, it can feel like you just like licked a whole bunch of metal or something. You know what I mean? Like it's just <laughs> kind of like, what is going on? You know, what I mean? like why do I feel like, like this? But I mean, again, it's just a different kind of what you, it, what you're looking for, right? It's all about what you're looking for. So I would say that, yeah, this is, this is right up, you know, my alley when it comes to, um, this. So like what, what, when it comes to well, this is the the anti freeze the anti freeze the it's an IPA Indian there, Pale Ale there we go <laughs> what would you say are some of the defining factors like from your palate like what would you say uh, I mean we we discussed like how luscious it is it's it's citrusy kind of less fruity taste what are some of the defining factors that you would say makes this beer unique. I would say for an IPA like a, like many uh, hazy IPAs are, are doing is it's taking away that alpha acid taste. And I keep saying alpha acid because I want people to realize that the bitterness you're getting from hops is alpha acid. So when a, when a hop boils, it produces alpha acid. So when you have a lot of that, a lot of hops being put in a boil and those alpha acids are kicking in there and being created, when you taste that on your taste, but what happens, at least from my point and what this beer doesn't do, is that those, that acid flavor 
if that can even be called that, sits on the palate for a period of time. Mm. So imagine drink, drinking. We're, right now we're we're sharing a thirty two ounce um, can, but imagine if you got a pint, I got a pint, um, and we were drinking something that had a, a stronger uh, alpha alpha acid taste to it. For yeah. me, you might you might like that because I know we, I've tried a lot of different beers with you. Uh, that you were like, oh yeah, this is good. Yeah. But for me, I was like, man, this thing is just staying on my palate. Yeah. And yeah. so if I want to, if we're like taste another beer, like we're about to do with that mm-hmm. Ferme Noir, mm-hmm. uh, the saison, and if we were to jump to that, and this and this uh, antifreeze was had that strong alpha acid taste and stayed on the palate long enough, yeah. Then it would knock off a little. It would knock off the flavoring to me of the saison, and then it would just sit there and it constantly be there. I don't like. That aspect of it. And I think for people who are who love IPAs, man, bring that alpha acid, throw as many hops in there as you can. Mm-hmm. But for the beer world and the culture, what what I at least what I've heard from the few brewers that I talk to is that people are wanting to transition and get that flavoring back because hops do give you a great aroma mm-hmm. and it does give you a flavor that you're like, OK, yeah, if it's done right. And when I say done right, if it's put at a balance, so if yeah. you balance that alpha acid with your with your malts and and any other aspect that you add to your beer, you just get a you get a a beer that you're like, okay, yeah, I could drink this. I got I could I can definitely handle that. And so, what would you say like that one's like this? Uh, oh yeah, it's definitely a good. This is okay. definitely a good balance. Okay. I mean, some people will definitely like it stronger. Some people want it less, but it it gives you that. Um grapefruit or citrusy flavor. Yeah. But it doesn't overkill the palate to where, okay, I could drink a whole pint or two of this. Yeah, man. And and I think that's one of the things with beer for me that like I like I I do feel sometimes like it can um we're gonna open we're gonna open this other bottle too. Continue, continue. <laughs> or this uh, other can. But tell them what it is though. Oh, okay, before, okay. Before again, we gotta, again, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta Gilman Brewing, Gilman Brewing Company, and again, the reason why I shout out the brewing company so many times is because if you're you know, listening to this uh, podcast, I want you to go to these breweries. I mean, this is not every brewery that I get an opportunity to go to and and try beer. I'm gonna always shout them out because those individuals are artists and scientists, and it deserves the uh, the respect that wine gets or any other food that you love or art that you review. So I'm going to shout it out. But the one we're about to drink right now, and I'm going to let you continue talking, mm-hmm. is the Ferme, if I pronounce it correctly, Ferme Noir. It is a dark Saison, 7.7 alcohol by volume. And we're about to get into this thing. Again, popping the cans like we pop the bottles. Ah, hmm. oh, man, that's good. Ding. <laughs> Go ahead and continue. <laughs> I forgot what the clerk, what was I saying? I don't even know, man. Just sure. keep it going, man. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, like. I didn't pop this can too much. I didn't knock, I didn't <laughs> party foul. It's all good. Uh, no, nah, yeah, man. I I, I, I think, um, again, coming from a place that's not necessarily like a, a, like I've been exposed to beer. I've been, you know, been drinking beer for a while, um, but like not necessarily having a space or being from a space to where I know what kind of goes into the beer or like into like what makes it. I know I just want to wait till the wall, you know what I'm saying? Just to, um, but anyway, yeah, I, 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 I just think that it's, um, it really is an interesting kind of and thought provoking process to, 
be curious, to learn about what it actually takes to make a beer. Like, why does it taste this way? Why does it taste so good? And, you know, all those different kind of concepts and aspects that I never really thought about. So, yeah. and, and again, for all those who are like, you know, beer, a lot of carbs and all that great stuff. I mean, beer is majority water, okay? Lots and lots of water is used to make beer. Are we good? Are we good? Yeah, speaking up a little bit. That's if you if you hear some buzzing in the bag, it's a car car alarm. We out here at B Town, Berkeley. All right, man. Let's pour up this noir. See how you feel about it. Roll that good beer footage. All right, yeah, man. Cool. It looks nice. So just some <clears throat> as we're looking at Mark Angelo's beer uh, level out, <laughs> if that's even the correct. Uh, terminology use. I'm looking at the head, and the head of beer is where the foam is. That as the beer starts to settle, uh, it becomes more more liquid, and then the foam rises to the top, and that creates a, what they call a head. And that head is the foam part of the beer in your glass. Looks just looks really nice as it's uh, foaming up there. Again, a dark saison, so you're gonna have a darker color, almost like a like, if you were, like yeah. If you're looking at coffee, you you would that's what this looks like. Um, another thing you might see a lot of people do who are experienced with beer, they'll, they'll smell the inside of the beer, just like you see someone do that with wine. And when they smell that, they, that's called the nose. They're, they're getting the nose of the beer. And then they're going to tell you, um, what, what they, a lot of times they'll say, oh man, this smells like this. And a lot, and what I realized when I went to my first beer tasting is that when you, um, get the nose of a beer or smell of a beer, your nose picks up all of the receptors that makes your taste buds say, Hey, this should taste like this. It's like your brain tells your taste buds, this smells like chocolate. So it should taste like chocolate. Yeah. And yeah, see, and then a lot of times it could, it could play tricks on you. And that's what I like about, uh, about this culture of beer. Like you could smell vanilla in the yeah. beer from the nose and then you'll drink it and like, man, I didn't get vanilla at all. And that's the cool thing yeah. about it. You know, it's the yeah. change up a beer, but it might hit you with something else. Like, Oh man, I didn't know that got me a licorice flavor. Oh, well, that's man, what I was like just candy. about to say, man. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. when you smell it, it kind of smells like, yeah, like licorice or some, or like some kind of like, like, like that's what it's all about, man. Um, that's what it's all about. It, it almost smells <laughs> like, like, um, some kind of ground up, like like some fresh plant slash like some sugar some like I don't know something multi flavor yeah. man multi flavor see this is real light compared to the um yeah, it's gonna be lighter compared to your the the antifreeze that we ju- that we just tasted uh, the more of a lush flavor to that but this is more of a roasted um, you get some sweetness to it towards the end but it doesn't it goes down smooth it doesn't hold on to your uh, palate like the antifreeze did it doesn't fill the palate. Yeah, it's not as it, yeah. You're right about that. It's not as um, the taste isn't as uh, prominent as far as like oh, this is like you said, like we were saying before, citrusy or yeah, something like that. But it definitely has a taste. It has it's a flavor. Sugary, it's multi, kind of yeah. Like level it, it, for me, what I tasted was a uh, almost yeah, like some like it, it tastes like some kind of natural. Now we're good. <laughs> it tastes like some kind of natural um, tree 
liquid or something. I don't know how to, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some kind of like, sugar, like if somebody was like, Oh, look, I know how to make, uh, I know how to make a, a soda, soda out of my <laughs> <Yeah>. drink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know what I mean? Like, you I squeeze, don't know. It's, you, you squeeze the well, maple yeah. from the bark yeah. is what you yeah, say. Yeah, is what I'm saying. It yeah. tastes natural. I think that's the way to kind of put it. It tastes like it has a natural kind of flavor and not saying that the other one didn't, but I think that, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're in a time where juice and like these things, these artificial kind of like flavorings and all this stuff is, is in effect. So I feel like one of the things that I associate kind of like the citri, cit- like citrus kind of flavor to, um, is the like, I don't know. It's just, it's like that, that's its own kind of realm. But I think with this, it tastes like straight up, like kind of like natural. You know what I'm saying? This is something I can knock back two or three of these. And that's and that's the thing about certain beers that'll get you in trouble. <laughs> you yeah, man, knock back two that. or three, you'd be like, ah, oh, no, where where three. what's going on? Yeah, yeah man. Um But yeah, so uh so between the two, between your anti freeze and your uh Ferme Noir, which one are you going with, man? I would say uh, let me uh taste mm-hmm. a little bit more, yeah. That's a good thing about beer, man. You keep tasting till you're like Maybe this one, maybe that one, but let me get another taste. You know what I say? I say this might not make any sense, but bear with me. I would say <laughs> the antifreeze, the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like because its taste is so, it's like it has like a specific kind of taste mm-hmm. that even though it wouldn't like hold heavy in my mouth like mm. that like you know some of the other beers that we were talking about before mm. i would still imagine it kind of being there you know just kind of stuck in me in the palate in the yeah. palate <laughs> and um versus like with this beer the what is it the new one called uh, the uh, ferme noir that's right like versus with that like i feel like excuse me i'm um, probably pronouncing that incorrectly i would <laughs> I feel like I would, like you know, you like you said, you can knock back a few of these and then just kind of be like, "Oh, swear, yeah, I versus, had yeah, 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 yeah," versus be like, "Oh, like dang, yeah, I just had this like thing with a taste, like I a heavy, you. heavy taste." You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like that's yeah, that's that's kind of how I would describe it. Yeah, man. For me, I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to give it to the antifreeze, man. That, that uh, the mouthfeel, the uh, the flavoring, that lush grapefruit citrusy flavor. Uh, killed it, it killed it for me and gave me uh, gave me the 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 pass to go with that one. <laughs> Still like the noir. I think it's smooth, and that's the reason why I love barrel ages so much. And this one's not barrel aged, but that's just tying into it because it has the smoothness of a barrel age. Um, it's not really that strong. I mean, if they had it like at a nine percent, I think definitely it's something I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm going with that one. But again, typically when you go higher, at least from my experience. With beer, you just get a you get a more malt like flavor, and that's where I'm always at when it comes to these darker beers. So, yeah, man, uh, Mark Angelo, it was a pleasure. Uh, I think this was a great first episode. You just got to talk a close friend of mine. I uh, appreciate you, uh, of course. Thank and, you for having me, and, and I appreciate. And, and again, I just. Again, shout out to Gilman's Brewing Company. I look forward to talking to the brew master and the brew team uh, when I give them a call. It was uh, and and this is what you're going to get from Beer Talk now. You're going to get a lot of 
different perspectives from the brewmasters to hopefully the owners of the brewery to everyday people, not just people I know, but people at the brewery who are willing to sit down and talk to me for a good 30, 40 minutes. And uh, I appreciate it, man. So uh, again, Mark Angelo, thank you. Uh, everyone listening, this is Beer Talk Now. Check us out at, at Beer Talk Now on Instagram and beertalknow.com. That's the website. And I look forward to it. It's the first startup. So I know there's going to be like, hey, man, where's the pictures at? And where's the content? But we're getting it going. And I just appreciate every single person who even follows me on Instagram or, or gives me a thumbs up any shape, way, or form on the website. Uh, and just look forward to more to come. Because I know we're going to be like, get some merch. I know you're going to be like, show me some more videos. And we will get that going. We will go through these breweries uh, and let you see what they're like and always shout them out. So if you're in town in the B-Town, Berkeley, California, go to Gilman's Brewing Co. off of 9, it's, uh, 912 Gilman Street. And uh, that's all I got left, man. Anything from you? I mean, yeah, no, you know, just like I said, I appreciate uh you know, being here and um, being on this episode and, you know, exploring some, you know, memories in which that I've had with beer and kind of dissecting those and, and learning, you know, what just learning more about beer, something that is in my life and will probably be can continue to be in my life for a while, hopefully. Right. So, so with that, yeah. man, let's let's pour up. We're going to finish these two uh, these two cans and uh, just want to end it off with salute. Cheers. Cheers. And don't forget, when you cheers, it's eye to eye. This is Beer Talk Now.